When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You damn right. Hope everybody is having a good Wednesday. We hit hump day of Masters Week. A lot of stuff to get into there. The NFL never dies for us. You know that. 22 days till the NFL draft. We are only 10 days away from the Texas spring game. If you're a Longhorn fan, we'll get into some of that. NBA cranking up towards the playoffs. Huge game tonight to try to figure out some playoff seedings. And just in case you thought that the women's college basketball championship game stuff was over. Oh, no. No, no, no. Because everybody's got a podcast. And Angel Reese went on one of them. We're going to play you the sound coming up. This thing ain't going to be over until LSU visits the White House. Or will they? Chad and Zay on a Wednesday. I'm Chad Hastings. Joined once again by Isaiah Collier. What's up, Zay? Chad, what's poppin'? Happy Wednesday, everybody. is about to say Thursday because that's the mode I'm in since you got us the day off. Mm. Appreciate that again. And the bosses for also giving us the day off. Yes, indeed. But yeah, man, Masters Week. Big game in the NBA tonight. Angel Reese still wilding. And here we go. Another show. CNZ. I just... I'm just so excited that women's basketball has now given us three days of something to talk about. Ain't it lovely? How about that? I mean, that's... People talk about progress. That really is progress. That's what I'm saying. When you learn to soap opera at a level that sports radio pays attention to, now you now you got something. Now you got something going on. We will play you that Angel Reese sound coming up in the 12:30 segment. Also, get Zay's thoughts on the battle for Los Angeles tonight. They should play Rage Against the Machine through that whole game between LeBron and the Clippers. We get in full power, Paul George. And Kawhi Leonard? Should be. Okay. All right. We'll if talk. I was Tyron Lu, I'd say, hell yeah, uh, we need this game. I am definitely going to be watching that one tonight. Also, uh, I'll be checking out some Masters stuff today. And uh, we're kind of, you know, in addition to all the normal conversations, we've always got the Specs text line there for you. 337-3776. This is a golf town as well. We just had match play out at ACC, and there's so many great golf courses, and there's a golf culture around this place. So the Masters is obviously the biggest golf tournament in America every year. So where is your excitement level for the Masters going in this year? Does the whole live golf thing give you any extra juice as you watch? Do you care about that stuff? Do you want controversy? Because, Zay, yesterday was a big discussion about the meal. The the champion's dinner, one of the cool traditions at the Masters. It sounded like it slammed. Like and- Scotty Scheffler's man. No, you're texting, but... He did well. He did a very he did very well. The winner from the previous year gets to pick all the food and Scotty went like badass Texas cuisine. I mean, I just you go down that list and he went, you know, sliders. Now I don't know what Scotty style is on sliders, but obviously it's his favorite way to do the sliders. 
He had some shrimp as an option, an appetizer. Yeah, I think they put French fries on the sliders. Is that what it was? Yeah, I think that was the big. That's Scotty style? Scotty style. You go, Scotty. Well done. Uh, we get what? Steak or fish option. Some chocolate. Yeah, black and red fish. Texas ribeye steak. Tortilla soup. Firecracker shrimp. And yeah. then for dessert, warm chocolate chip cookie skillet. I mean, come on. Fantastic. Which I'm sure it got a little ice cream on the side. You can't uh, have no chocolate chip cookie skillet without the Alamo. And if he went all the way to like Bluebell or an Amy's ice cream, I guess he well he's being connected here. He might have gone Amy's. Maybe you never know. Maybe he might have had the Mexican vanilla, or he might have had that H E B creamy creation shipped or, up there to Augusta. I wouldn't have been mad at him at all if he did that. What was that year? Nineteen oh five on the? Is that what it is on the mo- yeah, vanilla? Yeah, oh five. Yeah, the oh five vanilla. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The he, homemade vanilla. That's eh, a little rich, but the oh five can't beat that. There's some good vanilla ice creams coming out of the state of Texas now. Hopefully, Scotty got all that done. Um, but here's a text that just came in. Longhorn Bear text. This is what I'm talking about. I I want McElroy and Kepka in the Sunday final pairing. There you go. That's what, to me, this Masters could become. If you check the tee times, there's nothing that's been set up. They're not setting these guys up at the beginning. Uh, if you want to know, Tiger's going out tomorrow at 9.18 a.m., but not with any live guys. Justin Thomas and Rom are together, 9.42. Phil, 11.24, but the other two guys, you probably don't know. Lefty. Dustin Johnson, 12-12, but not really with anybody you know. Scheffler, 12-36, but not really with anybody you know. Rory, 12-48, but not with a live guy, which would be cool, but no. And Spieth at 1 o'clock. It's the golf gods that are going to have to put this one together for us, Zay. And that's the beauty. When somebody says, I want McElroy and Kepka in the Sunday final pairing, that's what I want to hear from the people today. If you're into this golf thing, if the live versus PGA thing matters to you, give me your pairings for Sunday. Not just the last pairing. Who do you want to see have to play together? Because I think the obvious is Tiger and Phil. That would be awesome. The guy that turned down $800 million to be a part of Liv versus the guy who signed a lawsuit, has now taken his name off the lawsuit, and ran from this tournament last year because his comments, because of his comments about Liv and golf and everything else. And he basically hid away for a year. I'd love to see those two have to face each other. Living, I mean, um, Tiger and Phil still got beef. Oh, well, I mean. They too old to be having beef. They still got it. Did you say too old? Yeah. I think Isaiah Thomas is calling <laughs> on the phone. Did you just say too old for beef? Yeah, but there's a difference between playing golf beef and I elbowed you when you came in the lane beef. I don't know. I get that type of beef. I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Just because the ball is smaller and sits on the ground and doesn't move, that doesn't mean the tension can't be there. Doesn't I mean, mean, doesn't mean pettiness can't be there. Yo, we need to look at Tiger seriously because I know he got the leg issue and anything, but when he kicked old girl out the crib, that's Tiger being locked in. Yo, nah, baby, you you tripping? This is you tripping. You, you 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 tripping? You know how I am with women. You tripping? You asking for too much? You asking for too much of my time? When I'm on that green, when I'm on that golf course, that's when I'm sane. That's when I'm locked in. Mm-hmm. From when Pops had the Winnebago and all brings me back, and you trying to keep me cooped up in the crib. That ain't me. But, Tiger, your career is basically up. What? What? Don't tell me that. Get out. <laughs> Get your ass out the crib. And she trying to sue him, trying to mess with his mind and stuff. Watch Tiger. You going to come locked in. Now, is he angry? Now, on the other side of it, Tiger did tell the media he takes every he takes every opportunity. To, he's going to enjoy this opportunity because he doesn't know how many more Masters he'll play. You think that's just him being a little humble and trying to deflect? Uh, 
A little bit. Yeah. I want uh, Tiger's the type. He's that Jack Nicholas type to me. Tiger's going to compete in the Masters as long as he actually believes he can still win the thing. I don't know how many you know ceremonial versions he's going to do. I don't know how many how many times he's going to do that. So Tiger's interesting. Somebody texted us. I think the live angle could make it more interesting. I know the media has been reporting it. Is there really the sense of competition among the players? I don't know. Maybe that's what we find out. You got Kepka and DeChambeau and Patrick Reed that are live guys. They don't like Patrick anyway. But Pat, remember, Patrick was there last night. In terms of the the Champions Dinner thing, certain guys aren't there. DeChambeau's not there. He hadn't won it. Kepka's not there. He hasn't won it. But Dustin Johnson was there. Lefty was there. Theoretically. They said Lefty ain't talked to nobody. Lefty's there. Dustin's there. And Patrick Reed. Those would be the three biggest names I can think of that are Oh, and Sergio. If Sergio shows up, because he just won the thing, Sergio in that room probably was interesting last night. Oh, if I could get a (laughs) a recording of everything that was whispered in low tones in that room. Wasn't about fights, I'm sure. Nobody threw punches or chairs, obviously. No, they're classier, And nobody yelled something from one table to another. But, boy, I bet the whispering was awesome in that room last night. The tension. I hope Scotty still got to enjoy it because he's the champ, and that's what it's for. It's a great tradition. It is such a good tradition, a local angle for a guy like Ben Crenshaw, one of the best ever, one of the greatest guys ever to win the Masters, and Ben won two, if I'm not mistaken. Basically, what they say to Ben is, Ben, for the rest of your life, A, you can play this tournament as many times as you want, as long as you can walk it, and two, you get to come to the Champions Dinner forever till you can't can't make it. That's awesome. Ben Crenshaw gets to walk back in that room. Phil gets to walk back in that room. So it does cut through all the PGA live crap when you say, do you have a green jacket? We don't care about that. We don't care who you're taking money from. And we don't care how bloody that money is or isn't. Mm -hmm. That's not our discussion tonight. Our discussion is, where's your jacket? Oh, Bubba, good to see you. Oh, I'm sorry, Mr. McElroy. You're not quite there yet. Rory wants to win it. Rory wants to complete the career Grand Slam. This is the one that get, has gotten away. Rory, mm. Rory's not in that room last night because he's never won the thing. So let us know what you're thinking of the Masters. I am very excited about it. I've started recording the Par 3 event every year because that always gives some cool little Yeah, you're moments. really excited. You got the polo on and everything. I did wear the Masters shirt. Cam had the green shirt on. I see y'all. There's two reasons I wore the Masters shirt. Number one is we recorded a little video for Underdog Fantasy where I put it out here in the hallway to see how I was going to pick in the pick'em game. How was that? I lost all of them. Oh, man. I, I lost all of them, so I had to pick you know higher or lower based on that. So I picked like – more strokes, you know, more strokes for a player if I screwed it up, and I would have picked him to do better if I hadn't screwed it up. So we'll see how that works on my pick'em game. I'm going to get that sent out later on this evening. How is your golf game? We've never talked about that. Oh my god! Well, it's non-existent since the job tweak happened. Job the, tweak at the beginning of 21. You got hurt? No, the tweak of the job. When I, oh, when, when I yeah. became PD, sta- ah, more responsibility. Starting, yeah. starting then, plus my wife's change in work, her schedule change, me taking the kid to school and picking the kid up from school. I, I yeah. Last time I played golf was October of twenty one, I think. Okay. So yeah, and when I played golf, I was a twenty five handicap. I've broken ninety once. True. That's me. I ain't even close to that. Yeah. So at my absolute best, the best I've ever, the best I've ever shot is eighty nine. See, I remember back in when I was going to ACC, I took a golf class over there at Riverside. 
playing that golf course, I ain't learn a thing. Really? No. I don't know why. Just the way my hands are. I got jittery hands. I'm not flexible at all. Like, I remember Ooh, going yeah. to college at uh, Para Junior College, and my assistant coach, Logan Lee, who was a Texas A&M Aggie, played for Gillespie, he was like, yo, Zay, how are you a decent basketball player? You are the least flexible son of a bee I've ever seen in my life, and I've seen a lot of players. And I was like, coach, I don't know, but when it comes to golf, yeah, that's a problem. Because when I try to make that twist and turn, that's that's yeah. it. It's one of those games that you can really, really make fun of until you've tried to do it. And then when you try to do it, you gain a lot of respect for what they're what they're out there doing. Oh, tons. Because I've said it plenty of times. If I'm on the tee box, I'm playing. By, if I'm playing by myself, nobody else is on the course, and I'm on the tee box, and a guy that works at the course pulls up on like a tractor, and and I know he or she is watching me. It drives me crazy. You'll get the yips. It, it freaks me out just because like I know those eyes are on me. And then I watch golf on TV, and I think, look how many people are watching that dude or that woman. Swing that golf club. It's a whole nother level. And the ball, you know, the ball's just sitting there and it doesn't move. There's a certain magic to that game to get the ball to do what you want it to do. Uh, so I've, I've definitely gained an appreciation for it over the years. I dig the, the par three when they got their kids out there with them. The, the lore of the par three that you don't want to win it. Nobody's ever won the par three and won the tournament. So they always screw up on purpose. They always break a rule on purpose so they can't win. <laughs> you seen that? When, no. When they hand a club, when they hand the putter to their little five-year-old kid and let the kid putt, that officially means they can't win. But that negates your score. That's an illegal move. You, you have to do everything. Oh, that superstitious? Yes. Because, wow. Because nobody that's ever won the par three has ever won the Masters that year. Ever. hasn't. And I don't know if they've even come close. So that's part of the superstition. Somebody has to have some cojones and say, you know, F this, I'm going to win the par three and on Sunday. I would love to see it. I would love to see somebody do it. But it's, yeah, there's a lot of cool traditions with the Masters. So let us know what you think. Somebody says, I got Rory and that Irish angry fire winning it all. I would love to see Rory pull it off. He's trying to be the, only the sixth golfer to win the career Grand Slam. Just think of that. Six humans ever would have done it. Only five guys have ever done that, and he's trying to be the sixth, and he can only do it once a year, and it's the same course, which probably yeah, drives him, yips. Drives him yips. crazy. He's got it. Right? He's got it. Drives him nuts. Remember that year when he was on like 10 or 11, and he hit it over in somebody's house, somebody's <laughs> yard? <laughs> that was unbelievable. I mean, Yo, it's just incredible. Y'all let me know on the Specs text line, 512-337-3776, are the finger foods and the hors d'oeuvres and the snacks. I love those. Are those the same price? Yeah. Y'all know inflation's gone out the ass. We all know that. Eggs are crazy. It's It's gone nuts out here in America. Has the Masters and Augusta, have they been able to say, you know, we know inflation's crazy. We gonna keep it the same price as it's always been since the 50s. Dude, I can answer that question for you. Uh, and somebody sent it to us during the show yesterday. I didn't get around to mentioning it, but they sent us a, a shot of that tote board. Everything is still buck fifty, two bucks. Oh, that's so OG. Most expensive thing I saw was $3 or three fifty, And that was for like a an ice cream sandwich or something. See, they probably get you on the prices of just getting in and they rose them things up 
even more than usual. So once you get there, it's like, we're going to get you no matter what. Well, they get you on a lot of stuff. Like what I'm wearing today, the other reason I wore this Masters shirt mm-hmm. is the person who bought it for me is going to join us later on in the show. Chip Brown, Horns247.com. He went to the Masters one year when we were doing a show together. He brought me back the shirt. To this moment, I firmly believe it is the most expensive shirt anyone has ever given me. Ever. Ever. Because if I'm not mistaken, Chip can verify this later. I think this was like 95 bucks when he bought it. My mother has never bought me a shirt that cost $95. Yeah. So I just got to publicly thank Chip once again for this shirt today. It is always comfy. The collar's a little messed up after all these years, but I don't care because it's comfy and it's the most expensive shirt oh, I own. it's clean. It is the most expensive shirt I own, and it does get me in a master's state of mind. So we got a lot of golf that we'll be hitting over the next couple days. <laughs> Somebody call me Zay Barkley. <laughs> all right, they sent me the tote board. You want to hear it? Yeah, let's go. Here's your tote board. Sandwich board. Egg salad, 150. Man. Pimento cheese, 150. Barbecue, three. Come on. Master's club, 250. Grilled that, ch- wait, hold on. What's that? The club, club sandwich? Yeah, club sandwich. Okay, okay, right, right. Okay. Chicken club, or a grilled chicken wrap, $3. Classic chicken sandwich, $3. Ham and cheese, $2.50 on rye. Turkey and cheese on wheat, $2.50. Breakfast. Master's blend, fresh brewed coffee. It's not Starbucks prices, $1.50. Sausage biscuit, $1.50. Chicken biscuit, $1.50. Blueberry muffin, dollar. $1. Fresh mixed fruit, $2. $1.50 for soft drinks, 2 for bottled water, $1.50 for iced tea. Domestic beer, 4 bucks. Hey, 4 bucks for a domestic beer nowadays? Man. And import beer is $5. So the most expensive thing here that I'm seeing is a $5 import beer. That's still good prices. That's well done, Augusta. Yes. Uh, again, because well they're charging so much for these shirts, they yeah, don't need to charge they gonna get you. for they the food get you. and drink. All right, we got a lot of other stuff to get into today as well. We'll jump into some basketball talk. Also, there is a note out of the NFL we're going to hit today. There are stories out there that Mr. Belichick might be shopping. Mr. Jones? I see you, Meek. Wait, wait, wait a I minute. I see you, Meek, making Me- things happen. Me and Mr. Jones, we might not have a thing going on anymore? <laughs> What are you talking about, Bill? Mr. Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones. Mr. Jones. Now, does that mean that he wants to go from Mr. Jones to Mr. Jackson? Because Mr. Jackson would like to talk to him. Yeah. If Mr. Belichick is willing to pull out Mr. Wallet. But I don't know if he is. Mm. I still go there with that story. The Patriots are not going to pay Lamar Jackson all that guaranteed money. I mean, do you think when Bill Belichick talks to Mrs. Jackson, because we know we got to talk to Lamar's mama in order to get something done. Please tell me. He's going to say, sorry, Miss Jackson. Oh, I can't I pay him for real. Never <laughs> meant to make Lamar cry. cry. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good grief. Adapted outcast on the show today. You didn't think you were getting that, did you? No, no. That is fantastic. Well done. I knew where you were headed there, too. Oh, I might get kicked out the barbecue and never get called back. Now, Miss Jackson is not, is, that's not on Southern Playalistic, is it? That's on something no. else. That's another album. Oh, man. It's a different record, I think. Yeah, that's a different record. That's the album I have not heard. I need to listen to that one because I'm assuming that's an important album if Miss Jackson is on the album. Yeah, that's the Stanko something. <laughs> Their albums are always crazy. It's not AT Aliens. Yeah. Have we discussed that? It's how, not Equimini. How much? We, we needed to have one. Dis- someday we need to just have the discussion about who are the greatest, the greatest personalities throughout music. 
Andre 3000 is one of my favorites. Yeah. That guy is wonderfully spacey. Oh, just picture him and Erica Badu together <sighs> and having the children together. Oh, wow. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's they're not an, together anymore, but another layer. They were together at one point. How many, how many kids? Just, I think one. It's got to be some unique children. Oh, that dude. Oh man. <laughs> and talk about the talent gene pool you get into there. They're both pretty good looking people now that I think about it. Yeah. So you're getting you're getting the genetic lottery, but then the talent lottery. If you got anything from dad and anything from mom. The creativity you probably have there is incredible. All right, um, so that's how we start today on a Wednesday. A little Miss Jackson for you. How about that? Uh, we'll see what Zay's got musically coming up. Also, NBA tonight, L.A. at L.A., and a huge uh, playoff seating on the line there. Plus, the Angel Reese update. She went on a podcast and tried to clarify her feelings about the First Lady. I can't believe this is a real thing. We're going to play the sound for you next on The Horn. Chad and Zay. Oh, that's a nice riff there, Zay. Let's let this one get going. Come on now. Man, that's a solid little riff. I was waiting for a voice. Had a couple ideas. Come on. Yep. That's exactly where I thought it was going. Okay, so this is Scorpions, and is it called Blackout? No. No. Dynamite. Dynamite. Okay. This is off the Blackout album, though. The Blackout album. Okay. Dynamite. Oh, Klaus. Klaus Mine, one of the best voices nobody talks about in the world of rock and metal. When he got old, the older he got, Zay, the more bald he got. And I mean, like, <laughs> totally bald on top, the hair going around, always wore a hat like the guy from ACDC because he was covering up the bald. But love that voice. And Scorpions are still out there touring, if I'm not mistaken. So Dynamite by the Scorpions gets us started today. We hope you are having a good Wednesday, getting uh, ready for the Masters with all the different angles. If you're a Longhorn fan and you love golf, obviously you got a great angle. Your defending champ is a Longhorn in Scotty Scheffler. Spieth is always dangerous. Those two guys got some media love today. I saw UT send out word that they're both getting ready to play in the Masters. And if you missed it earlier, Scheffler's going out at 1236 right in the middle of our show tomorrow. And Spieth's going out at 1. So we'll be able to update you tomorrow on what those guys are doing. Chad, that Outcast album is Stankonia. Stankonia. Stankonia, yeah. Yeah. I remember Kevin Dunn talking about Stankonia back in the day. It's a classic. That he loved that album. It's one I've never, uh, that I I've, I need to listen to. I have Definitely to... their most mainstream album. Okay. All right. So that one I've got to uh, I got to check that out at some point. And uh, today I will be checking out UGK and Riding Dirty. That's what I'm talking about. I'm very excited. Are you excited about the Chris Stapleton? Have you have you listened to anything it. yet? It's not bad. Well, not bad. Okay, not bad. I've heard a couple of the songs actually. Okay, I figured there's a couple that may have 
permeated their way in. Yeah, my my wife's best friend, her and her husband are huge Chris okay. Stapleton fans, and I think one of their wedding songs was Chris Stapleton, so it rang a bell. Yeah, so there's a monster. Yeah, he's, he's had a couple monster hits off that album. So uh, we'll get into that tomorrow at 2 o'clock, the album swap discussion with those two. Uh, Justin Wells coming up at 105 from Inside Texas and On3.com. Longhorn fans, woo, we've been counting it down for you. How about 10 days till the spring game? We'll talk to Justin about what Sark's been saying about the team, how the team's been looking. Things have been pretty quiet ever since day one and the weird Xavier Worthy um, comment from Sark. Things have chilled out after that. We'll see what Justin thinks of this team 10 days from the spring game. Right now, though, let's talk a little NBA. If you're done with college basketball and you realize that you know, you're know kind of missing hoops a little bit, good quality stuff from the men's side. If you peeked in on the women, they were putting high-quality basketball out there. Plus, we'll get to the soap opera update. But now, Zay, we focus in on the NBA. Headed for the playoffs. And, oh, if you want a show tonight, if you want a soap opera to lean in on tonight, how about the Western Conference six seed and seven seed right now? Clippers, Lakers, obviously we know where that game has to be played. It is the Clippers home game tonight? Yes. If that matters to people, yes. Clippers home game. So you'll have the red, white, and blue floor, 9 o'clock, ESPN. What's ultimately on the line here, Zay? A fifth seed at the moment. The Both teams have three games left. The Warriors have two games, and the Warriors are a half game up sitting at the fifth seed, which I hope the Warriors get it because if you look at the fourth seed, it is the Phoenix Suns. Oh, okay. And that means it will be a reunion of Come Kevin Durant on. going to Oklahoma, or excuse me, going to Golden State yeah, and playing get- up against his Guys, he went to war with, won sure. championships with him and Draymond. They're still tight. Clay, Steph, all those guys. Steve Kerr, he's still close with all those guys. Even though he knew leaving Golden State, though Kevin Durant, he's so interesting because he talks about his legacy and how he doesn't give a damn about it. But then the move to Brooklyn, you wouldn't have left if you didn't care about your legacy. You know, yeah. you know when Charles and Shaq always say, "You weren't the bus driver." You weren't driving the bus. You weren't the man. It will always be Steph Curry's team. I think on this Suns team, it'll probably be more of Book and Chris Paul's, but it will be that ring that Kevin Durant needs to get those two other rings that people don't give him credit for. They're going to start giving them credit if he wins this season. Mm -hmm. So kind of like the NCAA tournament, Chad, there's a lot of parody this year. There's no real team that you got to say this team for sure is going to win it all. You have no idea. And with the Warriors having Andrew Wiggins come back, which that whole rumor that we talked about a few weeks ago, yeah, of course it was just a rumor. That's why we said it was speculation. Mm -hmm. The whole, you know, his wife cheated on him with his best friend and had a baby. No, that's BS. So there's been no verification of that. No, he actually had family troubles with his pops. He was ill, and now Andrew Wiggins is back with the team. That's good to hear. I mean, not good to hear that his pops was sick, but good to hear that it was something basic. Right. Yeah. Right, I agree. So... We'll see what happens, but yeah, man, the West from the fourth spot to even the ninth with the Timberwolves, they're a couple of games back. So the play-in games, those are going to be fun, and it makes the play-in actually worth it. You know, I've been kind of against it at times because, you know, sometimes that seventh seed and that tenth seed, the games in between are way too – yeah, the gap's way too far. Yeah, Like six, seven games, that's way too deep. Right now it's – 
just about four or five. I'm not tripping on that. Man, I normally get old man about stuff like that. I've really enjoyed the playing. I like it stuff. too. It's weird. Uh, and then you're right. If you get if you get certain teams here, if one of the LA teams ends up in the play-in situation, that's interesting. Minnesota would have interesting guys to watch. Oklahoma City's kind of a fun team to watch too. Uh, in the Eastern Conference, you got one spot left. Um, outside of the play-in, and uh, Brooklyn is sitting right now at the six. Miami would be your seven. Atlanta would be the eight. Toronto and uh, Chicago are have qualified for play-in status. Um, and you've got the Knicks, the Cavs, uh, Philly, Boston, and Milwaukee that are in the playoffs for sure. So tonight, nine o'clock, the Laker ma- Laker Clipper matchup yeah. should be fun. The and- Lakers are terrifying right now. If they if I were them, I would want that six seed. I wouldn't want to go against the Suns. You know, if they get the fifth, they can't control. They got to win out. Would you they got to try to win out. They can't, be- you know, rest the guys or anything. They right. didn't play D'Angelo Russell yesterday, and LeBron went to work against Utah in overtime. But Anthony Davis, he's been playing really well. And, again, if they could stay healthy, LeBron and Anthony Davis, mm-hmm. and they play against a Sacramento team that doesn't have much experience this time of the year. I mean, I love De'Aaron Fox, but this will be his first playoff experience. DeMontis Sabonis, I think he was in the playoffs with the Pacers, but now he's been the man for that team, especially in the post. They got their starting rookies and Murray, Kevin Herter. He's a solid player, but – Anthony Davis, LeBron James, D'Angelo Russell, Vanderbilt, Austin Reeves is playing great. Mm-hmm. Hillbilly Kobe, he out here balling at 28 last night. Hillbilly Kobe. Yo, <laughs> no, they're, this new Lakers team. Is that the what same, they call him? Yeah, that's what they call him. That's, that's the a, name they gave him I at Oklahoma. That. That's good. Yeah, that's the name they gave, gave him at Oklahoma. One of the few <laughs> things that Oklahoma Sooner fans did right was yeah. give him that name. It's not bad. Not bad at all. Yeah. And he actually could hoop, too. So... This new roster that they put together, Rob Palenka, he's done a hell of a job. And if they could stay healthy, even if they get a Nuggets-Memphis-Grizzlies matchup, both of those teams, they don't want to see the Lakers either yeah, at wow. all. It's going to be fun to watch tonight. I'll check that one out, the, nine, 9 o'clock on ESPN. Yeah, the Clippers, Paul George, he's been out with that knee injury. That was pretty scary. So who knows when he'll come back. I think he'll be – if he could come back during playing, that will be ideal if they make it. But, you know, they just want to make the playoffs and hopefully get him back and healthy. But Russell Westbrook, he's been playing well for the Clippers, you know, all things considered. We know he has limitations, but he's done a lot better for them than he did for the Lakers these last two years. That's another angle I hadn't thought of. Oh, Russell playing in. Oh, it's going to be good tonight. So definitely check that out at 9 o'clock. All right, Zay, let's get him the latest Angel Reese situation. I thought this thing was done. Caitlin Clark did an interview with ESPN. I thought it was all closed up. Oh, no, no. Angel Reese went on whose podcast? I Am Athlete's podcast, Brandon Marshall. The Brandon Marshall podcast. Okay. Yeah, Brandon Marshall, a couple other people, but couple Brandon, others. it was Brandon Marshall and some girl, some lady that interviewed her. Excuse me, I don't remember her name or recognize her, but yeah, they were interviewing Angel Reese. Brandon Marshall, former receiver yes. in the NFL. That yeah. Brandon Marshall. Uh-huh. Okay, gotcha. All right, so this is Angel Reese commenting on, I guess, her thoughts on updated thoughts on Jill Biden. Ooh. I guess is where we're going here. Here we go. A, couple, a, a lot of phone calls, and that's why she wants to come out and apologize. But at the same time, the damage is I don't done. accept the. I'm not gonna lie to you. I don't accept the apology because mm. of you Jill, said what you Jill said. Biden. Yeah, First the, the wife. Lady. Yeah, you said First what you said, and you, you meant what I you said. I said what I said, and like yeah. you can't go back on certain things that you you say. I mean, 
you felt like they, they should have came because of sportsmanship, right? They can have that spot. Like, we'll go to the Obamas. We'll, we'll, we'll <laughs> see Michelle. Come on. We'll see Barack. Hold on, hold on. So did, did you guys speak to the first lady? No. Apparently, she was supposed to come to our locker room before the game, but we said no. Before the game? Yeah. They were all, she was supposed to come to our locker room and go to Iowa's locker room. I don't know if she talked to the, the lock, them. I don't know if she did. But we said we didn't want to. We didn't, we didn't want her coming Why? to the locker I think Joe Biden had put somebody else to win a national championship. He didn't even put it in his bucket <laughs> to get out of Baton Rouge. So I was like, bet. Bet. Both teams should be invited because it would be the, it was supposed to be. Oh, my God. And I'm like, are you saying Ooh. that because of what I did? And what, like, that stuff like that, it, it bothers me because you are a woman at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to be standing behind us before anything. So it's hard to see things like that and not to comment back on it. But- <laughs> I mean, Zay, your thoughts? Well, when she says you are a woman to Joe Biden and you're supposed to understand, that's why we're here, Angel Reese, is because she wanted to give shout out to Title IX and give shout out to what Iowa did. Like she wanted to give shout out to all women and celebrate what they did in Dallas during the Final Four and how many eyes were on them. That's what she was thinking about. She wasn't thinking like us sports people that only winners and champions go to the White House. Right. On the Yeah, because on the sports level, we all knew that didn't make sense. That But that was Jill Biden showing us that, you know, when she wakes up every day, sports fan might not be the first thing she is. That's fine. That's okay. Everybody has clarified it from both sides. And LSU didn't even have to say anything. The Iowa side has clarified. Caitlin Clark says, that's just for LSU. The coach put out a nice tweet that said, hey, I get, I get the sentiment there overall, but that's for LSU and for Coach Mulkey. And I appreciate what Caitlin Clark said on the Four Letter Network yesterday. Yes, I thought that was, all, I thought that was good stuff. She, she uh, didn't dog Reese out at all. She said, I don't think she should be getting the criticism. She said, it's part of our game. By the way, all the players that have been asked have said this. It's part of the game. This trash talk, the smack talk. And she said, it's not just me and Angel. We both do it and we're both being talked about, but we're not the only ones that are talking smack. Are you watching our games? Yeah, because Angel Reese and Caitlin Clark are good, the cameras are on them more, so you'll see the trash talk. Sure, yeah, and that's what it's about, hopefully, is that's most of the time when we see it. We see the best players, you know, getting excited. When I think of the best players and the best, you know, examples of that, I go to the Steph Currys and the Draymond Greens and the Diana Taurasi's, uh, Candace Parker, some of the best players I'll see on teams that they get excited and they shout to the crowd or, yeah, sometimes they are going at the opponent because it is a little bit of that. There's gamesmanship to it. I love it in college baseball, and I think pro baseball is getting some of it and doesn't need to get criticized. I love a good bat toss. Oh, bat flips bat are the best. Flip, referencing the dugout. I love it all. If you want to stop it, throw better pitches. Yeah. Or make you know, make better plays. As a Rangers fan, when Joey Batista did what Jose Batista did what he did, I didn't care. He had the moment. Now, did I enjoy him getting punched in the face? Sure. Sure I did when when Odor hit him for it. But that was baseball stuff. But I thought the excitement of that moment was fine. No problem. Just like I didn't have any problem with the basics of what happened. You and I both agree. We thought Reese went a little too far. A little too far with the moxie on it. Oh, she's still going too far. And she's still probably leaning too far on it. This is too far. I would love for her to figure out a way, whether it's through, maybe it's through her coach, maybe it's through other teammates, maybe it's through, I don't know if they could get her in contact with Jill Biden, but what she's focused on here is weird. And then I was trying to make sure I understood that part. 
as a team, y'all said no to the first lady visiting the locker room because the president didn't pick you in his bracket? <laughs> now, <laughs> Zay, I know you can appreciate this because you, you love this world. That is the Petty Hall of Fame. That's real petty. Wow. I appreciate that. that I is, do. Oh, my God. I mean, on one on one end, have something that drives you. I get that. <laughs> like, have something that motivates you to give you that extra edge. Nothing wrong with that. Like, Shaq used to make up stuff about David Robinson. Oh, I remember back in my San, I remember back in my San Antonio Cold Dead. I saw David Robinson there more, and I went to shake his hand. Can you dig it? And he didn't want to shake my hand. I took it personal for the rest of my career. I'm with right. that. Yep. That That is cool. So what they did there, awesome. But Angel Reese, and Jill Biden apologizes because she's not, educated in sports like a lot of us she has a lot more going on than watching y'all play y'all's 30 something games this season like she there's certain things that she doesn't know and she apologized for you not to accept the apology yeah that's a little much did you hear the response of the person on the podcast she goes i don't accept her apology and they went of the first lady of the United States. Well, like, no. Just making sure we're clear. You're not accepting the apology of the first lady of the United States. Is that what you're... Okay. Right. Yeah, then she said the contradicting thing, like, as a woman, she's supposed to understand and be on our side. And it was like... Yeah. Um, she kind of was. Is. That's <laughs> like, what, that she is. That's what she's doing. And like I said yesterday, I think she's leaning too far towards the woman thing. She forgot the sports part. She was leaning towards, I'm going to invite all those girls to the White House because I just thought it was awesome. Hang on. Stop. That's oh, and Joe would have told her this if she'd said that. Any White House staffer would have told her, no, 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 no. Just the winners come to the White House, right? If you want to have a different ceremony, a different venue, or something, we could talk about it. But that's not what this is for. That never, never has a women's championship team shown up because just because of Title Nine and to celebrate. Isn't women's sports great? No, 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 no. We're the champs. That's why we're here. Mm-hmm. We're not just here because it's great that we get to play. We're here because we whip somebody. And we get rings and a banner. That's why we're here. Yeah, but whatever, Jill. Miss me with that. We go on to the Obamas. <laughs> Yo, we're skipping presidents. I get why they're doing it. I definitely we, we do. We all know why. We yeah. all know why, yeah. But, oh yo, God. that is petty. That is wild. That's amazing. That is really not giving a damn. We will see. Now, this story officially doesn't end until LSU does or doesn't go to the White House, and then I'm sure people will talk about whether or not Angel Reese actually goes. And for that matter, Alexis, uh, was her name Alexis Woods? No. Alexis Morris. Morris, I'm sorry. Uh, Alexis Morris, uh, is she going to go or not because she made a reference to Michelle Obama and wanting to go to her house? (laughs) (laughs) I don't even think Michelle Obama's commented on anything. You know Michelle and Barack are sitting around going, what is going on? What happened? Who tweeted what? What 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 is what is happening? Yeah, Alexis Angel, you know Joe and Jill are cool with Michelle and Barack. Yeah, they know each other. They know each other. Yeah, they're they're yeah. I, they're I would assume they're still pretty supportive yeah. of each other. <laughs> All right, so there's your latest on Angel Reese. We'll keep you updated on that. If you have thoughts, uh, specs text line 337-3776. Up next in the crap bag, Manny Machado and the pitch clock. A rivalry is brewing. This is the horn. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. 
What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Chad and Zay. All right, rolling through a Wednesday. Get you the Wednesday night lineup coming up here in just a second. I do not recognize this one. We had the Scorpions to start with. I don't know it, Zay. Who's this? That time of year, Vinny Vincent Invasion. (laughs) Oh, for many reasons, I'm so proud that I did not know that. The Vinny Vincent Invasion. Mark Slaughter, the lead singer, Vinny Vincent, formerly of Kiss, in the guitar role. Y'all can have it. I'm, Wait. Y'all can have it. This dude was in Kiss? The guitar player this was. The gar- oh, guitar player? The guitar player was. This voice is Mark Slaughter, who ended up being the lead singer of Slaughter later on. And okay. I was never a fan of Slaughter, and I was never a big fan of Vinny's, so y'all can have it. Y'all can have the Vinny Vincent invasion all you want. I'm good. It sounds like a bop to me. What's the song called? That Time of Year. Um, and, well, and in the end, in terms of just pure talent, they had it, man. Vinny's a great guitar player, and Mark Slaughter, say what you will, and trust me, I have. Um, Mark Slaughter can hit back then. I don't know if Mark can still hit those notes. Mark was way up there. He could hit some big-time notes. So shout-out to them. I won't dog Slaughter too much. I won't get too too into that today. But this never was my favorite band. But, hey, Vinny Vincent Invasion. And the Scorpions getting us started today. That's definitely heading down a certain path. I like so, I like it. Somebody on the Specs text line brought up a good point on what Angel Reese was saying. And uh-huh. A lot of people who don't know certain terminology, Ebonics, let's say. Mm-hmm. And your friend said that he's been struggling with certain slang that his kids are throwing at him. Uh, my buddy Rick calls me the other day, and he says, hey, when you say stuff to your daughter, does she ever just say the word bet back to you? <laughs> and I said, what? And he goes, both my sons, I'll say something to them, and all they say back is bet. <laughs> and Angel Reese just did it. And she said, oh, and I heard oh this, and I, and I was like, bet. Gosh. So this has just become a, it's just an acknowledgement of I hear what you're saying. It's been a thing for a minute. Yeah, like Will Smith was saying it on Fresh Prince of Bel Air back in the nineties. Oh, so yeah, if anybody says anything to you, like "Yo, can you do this for me?" or "I got something," we're we're about to leave at eight tonight. Mm-hmm. I bet. Okay, bet that it means you cool. understand. Yeah, it means you understand. Yeah, cool. Ten four. Yeah, it's a positive way of understanding. Okay. Gotcha. Now, if you didn't understand, would you put a question mark? Bet? <laughs> uh, probably not. No, no, probably not. No. It doesn't work that way. No, no, no. And I, I'm the last person that needs to suggest something to add to the uh, to the lexicon of comments because it's not going to work. Yeah. Right. Now, you can say it the petty way like Angel Reese did. Like, yeah, we, you know, yeah. we picked that. We picked. You didn't pick Stanford. us in your bracket? Yeah, bet. Yeah. Okay, bet. Okay. Bet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can tell she took it as a challenge. Right. But she's had that moxie the whole tournament. She's kept screaming at everybody, what now? What are they going to say now? And I kept thinking, y'all have the three seed coached by Kim Mulkey. Yeah, that's her. You really think you're that far under the radar? Yo, they got blown out by South Carolina this year. Uh, yeah. That blown was, out. My dad asked me about that. Did they ever play South Carolina during the year? I said, yeah, they got dump trucked. Yeah. By like 30, 33. Yeah, Laney Wilson dump truck. It was ugly. They were pr- <laughs> <laughs> 
Did you just make the country music reference? Yo, Lainey Wilson. That's well done. That girl. She's something. Boy, oh boy. I just rewatched her last night from the CMT Awards. The look, the clothes, the hat, and the voice. You put all that together, and it's not a bad song either. Oh, the country twang when she's just talking. Dude. Yo, talk about bad. My goodness. Bad Eve. I haven't seen the newest season of Yellow, so I'm a little behind on that. I heard she on it, but Mm. yeah. yeah. She's something. Hard like a truck, dump truck, love it all. No doubt. All right. A lot of of trucks going on. Uh, Justin Wells always brings the trucks from Inside Texas on 3.com. That's coming up at 105. Let's get you a quick crap bag. I'll let you know what's going on in baseball. Chad's crap bag. Crap bag. If you need an easy way to remember it, just... Think of a bag of crap. Brought to you by AV Consultations. 255-8678 or go to avconsultations.com. So one of the things I think they may want to tweak with this pitching clock thing is the rule where the batter has to be looking at the pitcher at eight seconds. This seems a little bit silly to me, and Manny Machado has now been caught a few times. Yesterday in the first inning, he's got a 3-2 count. The clock's counting down. He's got the bat kind of tucked under his arm, and he's adjusting his batting glove. He's still in the box, and then he throws his hand up to ask for timeout from the ump. He doesn't do it real high. It's a little understated, and he claims that the ump gave him time. Now, I don't know what the rule is about how many times you're asked, allowed to ask for timeout. It's probably once in that bat. Maybe, yeah, it can't be many. Maybe twice. Trying to short this game up. So he stands up and basically acknowledges, sorry, you did that. You didn't do, you know, you, you, we were at seven seconds there. He's got to ask that. He's got to ask for time, I think, before either 10 or 8 or whatever. Umpire didn't think he did it in time. He calls the strike. He's out. Then Manny Machado had a couple magic words for him as he walked off. He chunked Manny Machado, so bottom of the first, Manny's out of the game. He had some issues in spring training uh, with it as well. So Manny Machado is one of the first big names to look for in terms of the pitch clock messing with him. And we'll see this in other sports. Zay, I'm a tennis guy. So tennis went to a serve clock a few years ago. You have to serve the ball in a certain amount of time. People were legendary, taking way too long. Just way too long. Nadal takes too long. Djokovic takes too long. Uh, certain guys, and men and women, when they're up, when they're beating you, they take a lot less time. But when they get down, oh my God, we'll bounce the ball 35 times before we're getting a serve. So they put the serve clock. So they put a serve clock in. So certain people, you know, deal with it. And now Manny Machado is one of these guys we've got to watch for. Manny did not tell us what he said, didn't tell the media what he said to get kicked out. But he did get taken out there. To me, if you're in the box, like and looking, who cares if you're looking down or whatever? It's not your. That's not the umpire's job, the catcher's job, pitcher's job. If you're in the box, let him throw the pitch. Now I know what you're going to say. Oh, Chatty could get hit in the head. Okay, I get it. But they're not going. He's not going to intentionally throw at him at that point. He's probably going to think, all right, I got an easy strike here. Yeah, just throw one right down the middle. Called strike three and we're done. Yeah, Manny Machado, you're getting paid way too much money to play hot corner to begin thrown out of games. Get it together. Yeah, right. I have no sympathy for him getting thrown out the game. Like, this is a new rule change. Everybody else is adjusting to it. You're not bigger than everybody else. Get it together. Yeah. He's getting paid way too much bread to have any of these problems right now. And in this one case, I think what should have happened is, again, if he thought he was getting time, the umpire needs to clarify a little bit. But in that situation, if you call time, there needs to be something the umpire says to him. No, it's coming, Manny. It's coming. It's coming. 
It's coming. Yeah, no time, man. No time, no time. No. Whatever that is. No. No. Yeah, so however you need to say that clearly so he knows. Pitch coming, pitch coming, pitch coming. You're too late. Pitch coming. Let him know. And if that's being done, then Manny doesn't you know, need to watch it. But we are probably still in that thing we talked about with basketball the other day with officials that they're, they're just so willing to cross that line so fast. Yeah. You're throwing Manny Machado out in the first inning because of that. You're throwing Manny Machado out of a baseball game in the first inning because of a pitch clock thing. Man, there's got to be a lot of stuff, Manny. He's learning it. You're learning it. We're all learning the communication. But, but that's the thing. We're a few weeks in, and there's guys that have adjusted to it. And right. Manny Machado, I think he thinks he's big time. And it's like, I'm above certain things. Like like you're saying, yeah. the fact that it's Manny Machado, the rules, they don't, they don't mean nothing. Like, because that's what he's thinking. Like, I'm Manny Machado. Ain't no right. way you could throw me out of the game. But no, Manny, these are the rules. We're trying to shorten these games. Right. We're doing it across the whole league. you got to get it together. His punishment, though, is being struck out. Yeah. I don't think he needs to be thrown out is what I'm saying. Mm. The punishment is, Manny, go sit down. We'll figure this out, the communication part of it, between me, your manager, or whatever. I'll tell your manager what I'm going to say. You go to the dugout. We'll be fine. We don't need to throw him out in the first inning. I don't care what he says to What you. if Manny told Blue you fat like the Atlanta Hawks fans did Luca the other night? I'd laugh it off. As a as a ump. I'd try to laugh that one off. It's Manny Machado. That's another thing. <laughs> that, it, it, also that that You let Manny Machado fat shame you just because he's Manny Machado? This is where I would this is where I would be probably a bad official because I would give more deference to the bigger stars. I'm sorry, Manny Machado's got to do a little bit more to get me to throw him out in the first nah, inning. No, you ain't calling me out no name, Manny. Off of the Especially pitch. when you know the rules. Off of the pitch clock. Yeah, he doesn't. Def- Everybody needs to figure that out a little bit better. So watch Manny Machado when you watch Padres games. He and the pitch clock are not getting along so far in 2023. And, and he acts like these ops don't talk. Like these ops, like, yeah, I was in San Diego this weekend, and Manny Machado's a huge a hole. Yeah. But again, this is not. This shouldn't be about Manny as a person. It's a clock. It's a digit. It's a number. It's just like saying, you know, that official always calls me for the half-court violation in basketball. No, no, no. You don't get that one. If the clock's at 20, you have violated the rule. In this case, you got to figure something out by eight seconds. And if you watch that replay, Manny's right on that borderline. And he's sitting there with the bat tucked under his arm at like eight, seven, and he's calling for time. It's too close. I get why he did what he did there. That's where he needs to just send him away and not throw him out of the game, though. And Manny needs to control himself. Yeah. He needs to control himself. He don't talk crazy. He could stay in the game. Yeah, because you bring up the great point. This is the start. You're your starting third baseman that you got to replace in the first inning. <laughs> no, it was brutal. My God. By the way, later in the game, Nelson Cruz came in for him and hit a home run, so not oh, bad. Not that, bad at all. Padres lineup's kind of thick, in case you didn't Yo, know. Yo, Nelson Cruz, ain't he like 45? He's up there. Yeah. Damn. He's up there. Still swing that bat, though, huh? He and Joe Biden, I think, are the same age. <laughs> Just this year, Nelson Cruz. Oh, right. Nelson can get off the plane a little easier. <laughs> yes. Uh, One o'clock hour coming up. Joe, uh, Justin Wells of Inside Texas joins us to talk Longhorn football. We're 10 days from the spring game. Don't move. It's the horn.